Okay, beautiful souls. Um, I hope you enjoyed my conversation with lovely Antoinette. And um, we now have Carol. Let's see if Carol is on the line. Carol, are you there? Hi, hi, Imani. Yes, I am here. <laughs> hi, Carol. Oh, hi, wow. hi. Really happy to be speaking to you. I, yeah, you've been on the show before and I just found out about something you're doing tomorrow, an amazing um, event. But before we go there, I've got questions for you. But before we go there, can you just introduce and share a little bit about your background with the listening audience? Okay, yes, I can. I, um, I grew up in, in the Caribbean and the beautiful island of Jamaica um, and one of the mountain regions, which is called Mount Olive, um, situated in one of the boroughs of St. Catherine. And I grew up with my grandmother because at the, at the time, in the late 1950s, a lot of the parents uh, were invited to come to work in the UK, Europe and, and the States. And so they set off on a journey, which I think is now being classed as the Windrush generation. And so many of us were left behind, you know, to be taken care of by grandparents. And I was very fortunate. I had a wonderful grandma. Granddad had passed away and um, she was looking after a few of us because the parents had gone off in search of economic freedom abroad. And it was a really wonderful and beautiful environment. But um, moving forward, she had a daughter who, is a, who was a school teacher for you know, the village school. And um, she introduced me and all her children to really develop a love for reading and so I grew up with this passion for reading and writing and a love of books. But the, the sad thing about the books that we had, they were all European books, you know. Um, there was nobody really in the books that you could identify with. Nobody looks like you. The stories were, were all European stories and, and so forth. So. Now, um, I, I had this passion about writing and, and, and really looking at the narrative as I got hold and how we go, what could we do to change this, this narrative. But um, in my day, really, we weren't encouraged, you know, to take on these kind of careers, to be quite honest with you. So I joined my mother when I was 14 years old and... Um, and didn't have a very positive experience at this the secondary school I, I went to. But I then went on to college. And there at the college, I found out, you know, there was this burning desire for, you know, in me for literature. And I did exceedingly well with that. But then later on, I got married. I had a, a career in public health and not really been able to do what I really wanted to do during that process where I worked with disadvantaged children. Again, there was this desire within me that I wanted, you know, wanted to write, I wanted stories because um, like yourself as a mother, when we were having our children, there were no picture books, you know, of us or any picture books that would represent us or represent our children as, as well. So 
fast forward, um, had done a public health career with this desire, um, you know, to write and had written a couple of books, but again, didn't know where to go. I didn't know anything about publishing and so forth. And generally, you know, you see people who look, who get book publishers, though, oh my goodness, you know, they just seem so great. And it's not, you know, something that was attainable to someone like me. But then in 2015, I met a publisher from down south. I was, you know, recommended to her. I attended her writing program. And once it started writing, the writing program was really about how to structure a story. And once I'd started writing, there was something magical happening within me. But at the same time, there was a lot of some really horrible things that was happening to her young men, melanated men across the, the, the pond in the States, here in the UK which I found was really disturbing and very distressing, to be quite honest with you. And I felt this was a time and an opportunity to change the narrative at what was happening. Because if I was feeling so distressed, and I know many people were, you know, what can we do that's different? So I started writing, I started to do some research, came across some very good research by the Center of Learning for Primary Education, about representation of children of color. There was this gap in the market. And, you know, when children, when we all see ourselves reflected within um, picture books, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? The, it makes us feel good about ourselves. And I wanted our children to feel valued because of all the negative things that was right across social media. It was very hard. I don't see our parents, you know, can. Um, their children would be, you know, escaping this. And I think, what an impact is this going to be having on our children? And that led me to write in my first picture book. Well, it wasn't the first. I'd written one before, but it wasn't published. But this one, my first picture book was Dolly May and the Magical Enchanted oh, Garden, yeah. which got published in 2019. And basically in that garden, it was me growing up with my grandmother. And within that garden, grandmother introduced us to some great figures that had gone on and done great things across the world. And so we were able to bring these um, pictures, um, these characters into the story. And the way the book was written, it was really to inspire our children, to let them feel good about themselves and to realize that they're valued. They're a valuable part of society and they can go on to achieve great things in life and be great game changers. After all, we are, you know, creators of this planet. And so that beautiful story was developed. <laughs> yes. Beautiful. Wow. So, you know, I, I've seen your beautiful book and read it and, you know, I, I got some copies and um, yeah, you've done, you've done a great job, you know, Thank you. in, you know, kind of empowering, you know, young people, children to know that, you know, they can do anything because the people that were, you know, noted in the book were great, you know, great people who's done many different things to move our world forward. Yes. And you were able to kind of highlight them and where children might not have known these, you know, knew about them and what they did. They were able to 
now because I, I feel that you were trying to give young people more options rather than you know I want to be this or I want to be like so and so off the the TV you were giving them more options to think outside the box and to utilize their skills and innate abilities to become whatever you know they want to want to become and I think that's very very powerful yes and stretch their imagination and um you know a lot and lot of parents uh, of of diverse because the book is a diverse cultural story a lot of parents you know have gone on to say you know that they themselves would have loved to have had you know a book like that when they were you know growing up as children and that is different you know parents from different diverse backgrounds And so, and also the schools, obviously lockdown came and that I haven't been able to get back into the schools as much as yet, but um, the schools I actually, you know, went and visited to talk about the story. It was just the amazing, beautiful reaction that, you know, all the children from the children, their eyes just lit up when they see, you know, they want to touch you, they, you know, lots of magical things happen around this story. So um, I have now published um, book two for the younger children. A lot of parents were asking, you know, for the uh, pre-reception age, so oh. um, book two, yes, and and oh, that's book two. Oh wow! Yes, yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> well done. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Marnie. Oh. So these are for the little. These are for the you know very little children. Yes, from three upwards, where they're learning their alphabet. So mm. it's again, it's an alphabet. Um, story done in the Caribbean and again they get a brief history of what life is like mm-hmm. growing yeah. up in, on one of the Caribbean islands oh wow yes yes it's a, it's, it's a picture book it's a very very beautiful book and there's it comes with a story um bit behind the alphabet so it's it's, on, it's unique in comparison to mm-hmm. the way you know, the Europeans alphabet books are, this one is different. Um, so it's educational, it's empowering, it's an, an inspirational, and, and the parents and the children will get a lot of joy, you know, teaching their children. It's showing them that children can have fun, you know, while they're, they're learning their alphabet, because it's quite, can be quite challenging for some children. Yes. We don't all process information the same way. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, you know, that brings me to what's going, the event for tomorrow, um, which is, you know, part of, we're in Black History Month, um, celebrated in in February by um, uh, Americans primarily. But I think, oh, uh, we're we're kind of adopting it as well. Is that right? Because I think, um, you know, a lot of people um, are complaining why is it just once why is it just one month you know mm-hmm. we're black all year round why do we just celebrate you know one month of, of the year so so talk to us about woman's view what's that about how did you get in how we did you come to get involved and yeah tell us tell us about it well woman's view has been presented by a, a doctor Velma McClough McClown 
And during lockdown, obviously, like everybody else, you know, everybody had turned to the virtual world, to be quite honest with you. And so there was lots of different activities were taking place. And um, although the, we were under a lockdown, we had the tragedy of, of George Floyd, you know, mm-hmm. people needed to speak, people needed to speak, you know, um, the virtual world offered edu- education, lots of empowering things were, you know, happened um, during during the lockdown. You know, I think for some people, it helped them escape loneliness and so forth. And so um, I got invited to one of Dr. Velma's um, platform, which she was, you know, talking to various high profile people about what need to take place due to what's happening in America and how, you know, things like the curriculum, what, what do we need to change? So yeah, the fact that really we are given one month to celebrate Black History Month. Well, Black History Month has been the whole of society because we are the indigenous people of the planet. So, you know, if you go back, Black history didn't start with slavery. <laughs> you see, it started from, exactly, which you all know about. It's We have a very, very rich history behind us um, going decades. <laughs> so in on her platform, they tend to unpick a lot of topics that are irrelevant because I think we are now in the 21st century, which which is a curriculum that really don't serve our children and doesn't serve the the vast majority of children. Um, You know, to me and children, the world has changed Mm -hmm. and the curriculum needs to to be changed to cater for the different, for children's identities and it lacks that. Mm -hmm. So um, this is tomorrow. Um, that's another event in which Dr. Velma will be um, hosting with a number of different speakers who are far more <laughs> experienced than me. So I'm not really going to touch too much on that topic, but I've just been invited to talk about being a publisher because my second book I have published myself, which has been a real learning journey. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yes, it's not traditional publishing and going into publishing a book independently because you've been part of a process yourself. You, uh-huh. It's completely, yeah. completely different learning, you know. Yes, yeah. So that will be my role tomorrow, talking about the new book, which will be released really within the next week or so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So can you... Can you- can you tell us a little bit about the new what 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 prompted you to write the new book and um, you know what was the or what was the what was the motivation in that because obviously like you said you're going down a different route now in terms of how you're going to you know get the book out there mm-hmm. so what how how are you motivated because it I mean writing a whole book is you know it is it's it's a lot isn't it and to be doing it yourself the whole process so. Tell us about it. How did you get, you know, how do you get inspired to go down this road, the second book and all the different things that it entails? You know, I think when you have a dream, I think that because of this deep desire within me, wanting to see, you know, the the landscape of um, literature change, to be quite honest with you, that can accommodate 
you know, um, a cultural, we need a more cultural and, and inclusive um, society. And it starts, you know, with the school curriculum in the home, parents need to be educated. They don't really have the tools when we're talking about cultural diversity and inclusion and equality. Mm. Um, so for me, that's a great in inspiration. How can I contribute to that in a very positive way? Um, but I think part of the second book, when I'd written the first book, we when you've done your draft and your manuscript, so when we went down the editing route, we re realized that really I wasn't writing a novel. And so out of that book, there were, there were really five, um, five, five books so far. As a publisher, I've got about 10 ISBN um, anyway. So, so the second book is really, and also feedback from the younger parents. A lot of parents, you know, um, want something that is younger for younger children. They mm -hmm. fell in love with the character of, of Dolly May and is, are you going to do, you know, the following up? So mm -hmm. the follow-up really isn't book number three, but really this is, it's like back to front in a way. Uh -huh. Yeah, so this one is really catering for the three to seven year old, you know what I mean? And start building them up their, their value, their self-worth, you know, their confidence. And I, you know, mm -hmm. some of the, um, the feedback has been really inspiring from the parents. So you know that parents also want, um, you know, want this kind of, of um, literature, you know, for their, their children as well. Mm -hmm. So I would say there's a combination of things, but it's all, but I think deep down it's that fulfilling of my dream. And what was beautiful, as lockdown was horrible. We've all been traumatized about what's happened in America, but um, with the lockdown for me, I really had an opportunity as well you know, at times just to lock off from all of the horrible things and do realize that we do live in a beautiful world. The world is still a beautiful place and we all sure. need to make it better for children. Children need to be brought up in a loving and warm and caring environment, not just, you know, think that everybody in, in the world is, is out to get, up, you yeah. know, to get them and that there is a bright future there for them. I'm not, you know, there are challenging times ahead, but mm -hmm. I don't think that should be really, we shouldn't allow those things to impact on children's education because they're only young ones, you know, and already they've lost two years, you know. So we, we all need to do something to make, to balance things for children. They, you know, to me, they are the future. And sure. we need to create a better environment from them for them. Mm. Mm. You know, it's um, as you were saying at the beginning that um, you know, not having growing up and see, having books that didn't represent you. So you'd read these because I, when I was young, I loved books, and you know, but mm -hmm. you're so right. There wasn't. I didn't see me in, no. in those books. Yeah. And even when I was bringing up my daughter, you know, there wasn't books that there wasn't a lot of books out there that, you know, she could be inspired and say, oh, look, that person is like me. Mm. And um, I think for you to take this on, see that gap and say, you know, I want to give I want to give gift this to, you know, the young people that are coming, you know, coming up, I think is, is a beautiful thing. 
And um, what I would ask you, because you mentioned that when um, parents are, are, you know, they're really hungry for this. They really want these um, stories for the young ones. And what would you say? Because I know you've sort of done sort of teaching and what have you, as well as, you know, nursing and, and and what have you. What would you say, how important is it for, you know, for us to see ourselves in this, in a positive way, not the way that we might be represented by, you know, by the, the larger media or what have you. How, is, how important is it? And you mentioned young men and your, your worry and fear of what's going on with them. How important would it be for, you know, little ones starting right out to see books from three and then, you know, pre, preschool? in that school yes, age and teenage and yeah how important what would that how would that impact a child's mind but I think it will the same if you imagine as adults you know I've had adults who've cried <laughs> to be quite honest oh. and they've seen the picture books and I've had you know parents who've said you know we've missed out these are European parents you know parents from as far as New Zealand lots of different people are welcoming this because I think people do realize that there is a rich the world is a rich diversity you know it's made of an every every different person different nationality religion color everyone has something major major to contribute to the world to make the world a better place and so if we can if the children when they can see themselves from very very young in the picture book that it will increase their self-worth their value you know what they think of themselves you know there isn't one narrative or one you know, set of, um, you know, that you mentioned the stereotyping of children where we've all been brought up to look to European standards of beauty, but that for the importance of children to see, oh, this is somebody, they're all different aspects of beauty in different ages, um, in different races, and it's coming, the world got to come and acknowledge, because the world do know that, and also they the society is missing out um, as one parents had quoted they would love to have had access to book like this because it's a rich literature out there which is going to enrich children's academic skills so that they can realize as you mentioned earlier they can go on to do great things and be great things in this world be great contributors because they already are they are one of the you know, former creators. We are creators of this planet. And as young children, they need to realize that, you know, that the value that they hold and how, you know, it's unlimited. They, they can't put a price on it. So this is going to be really value, had value to children's education to be, that's, you know, in, in a big way, being able to see themselves in a positive light you mentioned earlier being represented positively with that someone that looks like me they realize they can go on and achieve great things in this planet because the, the, the world needs constantly needs a new generation of ideas you know and young people being able to stand up tall in the world and feel good and take their place in society of which they're a part of yeah, I mean, I feel as though, I don't know about you, but do you feel that that shift is already taking place that, you know, young people are starting to 
you know, they're going out into the world and they're saying, you know, I want to do this and I, I you know, I, I can do this. I'm going to do this. And do you feel that there's already an energy that's empowering them? And then with what you're doing and with more people coming through and saying, you know, the same thing. Yeah, I'm going to write books and um, that represent particularly the younger generation. So do, do you see that? Are you, are you seeing sparks, you know, in, in your circles as you're going about? Are you seeing that young people seem to be, you know, hungry for, you know, being represented properly? And um, obviously the books that you're writing and uh, more people hopefully will follow in your footsteps. And, you know, we are, we're, we're going we're gonna to see a brighter future in the next 10, 20 years. What, what would you say to that? Oh, I said most definite, most absolutely. I think that um, that energy, I think, because at the, I think, you know, there's, with all that energy is because we've had the negative energy of, in, mm-hmm. of, of the loss, the murder of George Floyd, oh and gosh, I yes. think right across the world, nobody wants to see that happening again, you know, mm-hmm. um, in, and therefore I think, the, you know, we are seeing a shift in, in thinking, you know what I mean? Because all, we all know about horrible things that have gone on in the past, but I think the beauty of, of social media, what it did, it brought it into people's home. Mm. Yeah, so it's that shift. You know. and, and people were actually at home at the time. Yes, yeah, you know what I mean? The whole world was at home. At, yeah, exactly. So I think parents, everyone, I think schools, I think um, I think Wales have started um, adding, you know, cultural and cultural diverse history. I believe, I think it's happened this week, hasn't it, in in their curriculum? Because oh, wow. you know, things, this outdated curriculum cannot continue anymore. Yeah. It's got yeah. to be inclusive, got to, you know, take on board children with disability. Mm-hmm. You know, all those identity issues have now got to be addressed because that's the only way we are going to, you know, everyone needs to work towards a more peaceful planet, you know, and learning children, you know, children need to be taught to appreciate others, you know, and the value that that brings to their life as well as the life of, of others. So I think, yes, I think we are going to see some dynamic shift and it is happening now. Um, yeah, we, you know, we need toys in, in business, you know, so many different things that have got to change. And it is, I think it, it, the change is taking place, yeah. You know, as you were speaking there, Carol, you know, what, what came up for me was, wow, you know, we might say, oh, my God, you know, there's, there's not this and there's not that for our community. But then what I'm thinking is um, that is that is a good thing for entrepreneurial, you know, souls, because there's so much work to be done. Mm. So there's so much, you know, there's so much that we can do. There's so, like you said, you know, people hungry for books, for their children to see themselves in there. And, there's so many things, like you said, toys. How many, you know, how many people could, you know, young people think of games and different things that, you know, would excite the minds of, you know, children of, of colour who want to see things that, you know, makes their souls think. Um, 
And there's there's so much to to be done. And there is plenty of things, you know, that people could, you know, grab this and say, right, I'm going to run with this. I'm going to, you know, run with this portion of, of things that we're lacking, where we're not properly represented. Mm. And are you seeing, again, in your circles, are you seeing that people are bringing, you know, different ideas? And are you seeing, like, sort of young people um, coming with new ideas, you know, things that maybe we, we hadn't thought of that they're now thinking of and they're now putting it into action and we will start seeing those things in the next few years. Yes, and, and there'll be a growth industry and the art industry brings billions into this country. And so in, in December, um, I think when there was, um, for a few weeks, we were allowed to, to go out and socialize. And we had <laughs> Melanie Market, which was done by two young women at oh, one of wow. theaters in Manchester. Oh, and wow. I think there was over a hundred art, you know, creators there. Wow. And yes, it was amazing. Wow. Authors, um, but you know, again, toy, toy makers, there were mm-hmm. just so many things that was, mm-hmm. yeah, it was a beauty to be old. Uh, so I think the younger generation are now just going to change the landscape of things. And um, yeah, and I think everyone wants, wants that, to be quite honest with you, because diversity um, brings a lot of economic opportunities as well. So, um, yes, I think there's quite a lot happening of very, very exciting things. When I was younger, we, I wouldn't have had the confidence to go out and create skincare no. products, you know? No. <laughs> yeah, um, rise in the African fabrics and, you know, oh, so many different things. The beauty sector industry is taking off in a big way clothing you know just all sorts of different things are happening Mm. yes yeah very exciting to see how the young people are just you know just being energized to think yes we we, you know we have to change things has to change and they are doing it yeah yeah so I'm hearing you say more of an entrepreneurial spirit because when you think of the entrepreneur that's spiritual isn't it somebody who's taken an idea and they want to keep growing that idea it's like a seed isn't it Mm. and then you keep watering it and watering it and then it starts to emerge into something and then it becomes something and when you think of it you know back in Africa you know people people that's what we 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 were always that's what who we are entrepreneurs creating Mm. things and selling to each other we didn't really just you know go to a job or something everyone was creating things in the community that everybody else you know needed you know I think back in the, the day there was a bartering system so I, I I've got this skill so I share it you know with you you've got a skill and now you know and it seems as though um, a lot of the young people are starting to are showing you know that sign that they don't really want to just you know they want to do something they want to do something that's going to make a difference to their community and to the world at large. Yes, because you see, when you're going back to the, the pre, pre, 
um, pre-colonialism and what was happening, there was a very rich and creative culture, yeah. which we are descendants of. And this mm -hmm. is where the curriculum needs to change because a lot of Europe on the state, you know, that's where they, they've got their ideas from, you know, mm -hmm. geometry, mm -hmm. astronomy, astrology, mm -hmm. you know, they all oh, yes. went in and came back with all of this vast knowledge, writing, like mathematics and all those things that we are seeing here, which the West enjoys very much so, but they have no idea where, the, where all of this was originated from. And this is where, you know, the curriculum, and it's nice to see the, the historians and archeologists are coming up, the evidence, this is not something I'm saying for myself and people, with with um now with um you you know with the, the platforms are there for them to help them do their research because I did a blog on my website and I had about 15, 20 beautiful, beautiful comments. Um wow. yeah. So people were like, yeah, we would, oh my goodness, this information is amazing. We've been searching around because it, it was about inclusivity and diversity and what it has to offer to this society. So there is so much that has been hidden about our history that needs to be written, you know what I mean? It, that needs yes. to be resurrected. And, yes. You know, and, and has been feeling very important about or melanin. I mean, melanin is such a vast issue. So, you know, if you look at what's happened in the past, um, you know, what colonialism has done, then, you know, no wonder we've been the way we are, why we've mm -hmm. been so stuck, you know, mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. who we are as, as, as human beings on this planet and what we are capable of doing. Yes, we have, um, we've been held back and um, we've bought into that and it's like we're, we're waking up, um, mm -hmm. you know, rubbing our eyes and waking up to, to, to the truth. And um, the younger people, I feel, in, in a lot of ways is getting it. They're, they're kind of jumping on things. They, they're, they're seeing, like you said, what happened with George Floyd. And I remember um, watching some things around what had happened to him. And when he was a small child, he'd he'd they went to see his um his art teacher because he was quite good at art and he was quite you know quite a good you know child in in the school. And his teacher said showed one of his pieces of work and said that one of the things he wanted to do was you know he wanted to impact the world. He wanted to change wow. the world, or he yeah. Wonderful. And so you know obviously look what happened when when you know what happened what happened to him he definitely people woke up and um sat up and yes there was a lot of people from other communities who kind of um you know they showed their their, their compassion but what I noticed the young people the young people you know they really took this and you know they were like right you know enough is enough I'm not mm -hmm. accepting this you know low level um you know, for being put into this box or put into that corner. And, yeah. you know, we've noticed a lot of things are, are, are changing. We've still got a long way to go. If we went long way to go. Yeah, a long way to go. Because, you know what I mean? We all, we're all carrying this trauma of colonialism in our DNA. Absolutely. And we, you know, our ancestors, they never got any 
there were no, you know, counseling or therapy of that. No. That, you know what I mean? And then for 21st century, you know, to be seeing and and witnessing, you know, you realize, well, my goodness, this was what it was like for her her ancestors. You know what I mean? It's a horrible, very, very, very horrible experience um, for young people Mm -hmm. um, to have witnessed, to be quite honest with you, but, you know, again you know that is more trauma so we've experienced enough trauma we we shouldn't have been experienced this trauma and a lot of it i think is that history that we that rich history tapestry of history that we that's been hidden and taken away from us and, and you know or our ancestral right and heritage and everything you know what i mean which we've been robbed of mm-hmm. you know what i mean um, it needs to be restored, and I think the young people will will work towards that restoration of it. Mm. Yeah, I think because you know, as you go for, as you know, as as the generations go on, it it's like they're they're not they're not sort of apologizing for you know who they are and who their ancestors are, and and they're like. You know, you you know, this is what happened to us. We, we, things were taken from us, and we weren't given the opportunities. And now we're, you know, we're here demanding that mm. we be treated, you know, um, dignity, the same. You know, yes. dignity and 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 respect. You know, absolutely. Because, you and know, you know what you said, Carol? You mentioned yes. about the trauma and no cat. Can you imagine? Can mm. you imagine today if someone if someone goes through a traumatic experience or a group of people? say a group of people go through a traumatic experience we expect that they're going to get some sort of counseling and help mm-hmm. and support mm-hmm. when people went through slavery they just had to get on with it and when they came out so-called um they still had to they just had to get on with it it's like nothing happened and there was never a pardon there was never acknowledgement and like you say you know when you go through something like that it becomes part of your DNA and it gets passed down and you know that trauma is still mm. very much evident mm. in in that in us today and so there is a lot there there's a lot to unpack there's a lot to you know that needs to happen but carry on I, I don't want to interrupt your flow no 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 your your points are, are so um enlightening no no I agree with you absolutely on on point Imani um that yes this and even now you know um I remember the year before when it all happened and I was like oh my god you know where do we go with this grief because you don't hear any politicians coming out you know to mean about you know what what's been no one's addressed it you know we're all struggling on and we're all Mm -hmm. trying to find different ways of having Mm -hmm. you know to, to cope you know but there's never a day that I get up really and I you know to me it's always or something else has happened in the news and your heart kind of flutter mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. just because there's still hints some still very ugly incidents are happening of course yeah, yeah. so you know it, it's like no this 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 needs to stop you know to I me mean? it's like a holo- holocaust because you know we yeah the the holocaust of colonialism there it it, it's just 
I don't know, we, we've lived through it, but it's not a pleasant experience, you know, to me. And I think it's time for our young people to get, you know, to be treated with equality and fairness and justice and respect and dignity, because as a nation of people, this is what we do, don't we? Yeah. You know, we treat, we, we all, despite all the negative press that happens, but on the whole, we are a very loving and caring and kind. You know, if you look right across in the societies, in the work, what we do, you know, we do a lot of caring work for others. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But we need to be cared for, you know, to me. And it's not society constantly taking our energies and, you know, then just abuse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's constant abuse, which needs to stop. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, definitely, you know, it's definitely been like this for so long. Mm. And I think now that people are saying, you know, I'm not taking this anymore. You know, I'm tired and I can't take this anymore. Yeah. 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 And so, you know, we are going through a bit of a, uh, what's the word I would use? But, you know, it's like there's a a surge, you know, things Mm. are at this point it's everything is a little bit kind of topsy-turvy and because you know when you, a revolution or if um you're you're going in one direction and you turn around and you're like no you know I want to go in this direction and nothing is going to stop me and mm-hmm. this is where where I belong I'm going to where I belong I'm standing in where I feel I I fit not where I'm you know being told and sometimes it's not even you know because in school it's not really the you know no one's really saying to you you're not good enough but what it is it's the subliminal messages and you know that is the that's a big issue as well and that's why as you were saying you see when you've got the books with the pictures of you know great people that look like you Mm. those subliminal messages can't you know can't get to you because you've already got your own you know you've got your own identity in your mind you know you know who you are but then but if you don't have that and Mm. then you're out there (laughs) you know you're just out there swaying like a like a branch Mm. you know without without um you know without the roots then yeah you you may believe that you're you know you're the duck when you really are the swan sort of exactly (laughs) exactly I, th- I think this is it and um, like you know the the way the, the the media the way we are living in a society that really is not been you know a lot of people don't understand the education system and mm-hmm. how it works and it isn't there it it's an elitist system you know to me and to be quite honest with you and you know yes a small minority do break through the, the glass ceiling but that's not enough you know a lot of talented and gifted young people they end up in the university of the nick you know the amount of social problems that have been create, created because of this the schooling system that is not geared up for us for our children they don't have all you know the expectations of, of teachers and so forth towards um you know, children of color, melanated children, the African diaspora and so forth. And because all our history and our culture and identity has been watered down 
So a lot of us don't know where we fit in. Mm. Whereas you look at the other cultures where they're far more successful because they have a strong cultural identity intact. You know, they come from the home knowing very well who they are. They're not swinging from here to there. Mm -hmm. They're Mm -hmm. firmly rooted in in who they are. And um, I think some of the problems as well is, is not some, the vast majority of it is, comes from the education system because they don't let children feel valuable. Mm. Yeah, so, um, I mean, it's it's so much to unpack and, um, oh my goodness, you know, um, it, it's like, where does, it, where does it all, where does it all begin? And it does mm. start from the very early ages, which is why mm. you, like you said, you went, kind of back to front and now you're looking at the little tots because that's where it starts because from the age of one to seven from the age of one to seven is our minds are like a sponge just soaking up everything around so if you can grab that little mind from you know one to seven and start you know you know forming it with the right you know feeding the right things into that little tiny that little mind then you know that, that's really powerful. And um, I mean, how do you feel, you know, in a, in a generation time, you're going to have these, um, you know, little people who's read your book and or books, because I'm sure you're, this is, this is not going to be your last book, is it, Carol? No. <laughs> so, um, I, I trust mean, not. I will hope I will yeah. remain fit and strong and healthy to, you will. to do the rest. Yeah. But yes, I'm looking forward as more and more authors are coming on board. You know, last year I took part in a, um, a festival, um, children's book festival in from Nigeria. It all happened in the virtual space. Oh, and wow. it was just amazing, to be quite honest with you. Oh. So right, um, obviously some countries are more advanced. Americans, they're running ahead with it. They're producing mm. children's book. We yes. have sold 27 in December of Dolly May in the Magical uh-huh. Enchanted Art. Yes. Um, to one of the, I think it went to, to schools in Connecticut and, and so oh forth. So, wow. yes, yeah, things wow. are changing. Yes, things are changing. Mm-hmm. People, like you mentioned earlier, that we are hungry for this. And, you know, parents need to be educated as well. Um, you know, because they themselves, you know, sometimes they're in shock. I don't, you know, lots of different emotions they experience. That's what we found around Dolly May. So we've had tears and we've had joy and, and lots of different things have, have happened out of that small little book. <laughs> so, wow. Um, yes. And so I've had, um, there are other authors out there who are doing some pretty beautiful work themselves and are going into the schools and yeah you know and the schools to be quite honest they are now being they're embracing as well because I Mm -hmm. think they needed that help and that direction they've grown up with you know negative images as well you know of us as a nation of people because a lot of the positive things haven't been revealed you know everything is just been a one side Whereas I think they themselves are some very, very good, lots of work and research and 
as well is taking place, which will help the schools with, with materials and, and just gathering information, which they sometimes don't have the time um, to do. So on, on Zoom, I did a school in Salford and it was just so, it was just so lovely for the primary school. That, you know, wow. the, it, oh, I had, you know, it was just amazing the, the lovely things the children were saying and oh. all of that kind of thing. And at one school, there was a little boy who was doing his own, writing his own stories. And he came forward, you know, I think he's about the age of 10. He wants to become an author after my mm. presentation. Just lots, you know, so, you know, is it from small seeds do great acorns grow? Yes. Yeah. So, so I, yeah, I think, you, you know, you are quite right about, you know, the, the power of writing and telling your story is very powerful. Wow. You know, I, I listened to you talk there and, you know, with you being, you know, speaking to the children on Zoom and how excited and animated they're getting. Mm -hmm. And it just it just takes you back to when you said you went for that class, um, learning about putting stories together. And here you are now doing what you're doing. And um, it's 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 amazing. It's wonderful. You know what I want to ask you, Carol, is um, so as we've just determined, there's so much to be done in our community. There's so much creativity that needs to become form. What would you say to anyone who's listening who might have some ideas? You know, they've got there. There's something out there that we, we use every day, but it just doesn't. You know, it just doesn't it just doesn't make you feel, yeah, you know, because you don't feel represented. What would you say to anyone who who might maybe it's a book, maybe it's a game, maybe it's um, you know, some something around um beauty, hair and beauty or something. What would you say to anyone who's listening and you know, who needs that bit of fuel to get motivated? And because you started and here you are, and you've got dreams to write even more books. What would you say to anyone who's got something that they can do? I, I think, you know, if, if you have this strong desire to do something, there are different tools which we can use to help you. You can find yourself a mentor, you know, that, that's a good one. Yes. You can find yourself a coach. You don't always have to pay for coaches because you have people that are, are training and always looking, you know, for volunteers. Yes. Yeah. And I think coaching is great because it focuses you on the present. So you're, you're working with a, someone who is going to facilitate your dream mm -hmm. and help you to create a plan and maybe a five year plan. What are the steps, you know, that I need to take? you know, to achieve my desire, what, it, you know what I mean? So if you don't have a particular skill, how are you going to, going to go about getting the basic of that skill? Do I need to go back to college, you know, to gain some knowledge around, around developing my skill, you know? And mm -hmm. as well, don't forget, we have the, the internet, which is a vast, <laughs> beautiful you know, tank or ocean of information, you know, sure. to help you. Pen and paper is brilliant. You know, mm -hmm. you can sit down with pen and paper, write, start writing out a goal, you know, what it is you want, you know, and don't stop. You write, you write, you write, and, and you write. 
um, what it is you want to do. So there are several different ways and seeking help, speaking to others. You know, one of the great mm-hmm. things is the networking is a great tool. And when you feel fearful, do something about it, you know, because mm-hmm. fear is a great energizer to be quite honest with you don't you don't allow it to cripple you use Mm. it to propel you forward and always try and speak to people who are who are doing you know great things and they will tell you the same story as mine you know that um you everything starts with a small seed you know what I mean babies take nine months to grow the the plants everything Mm. you know so if you see somebody who's a footballer for example they have to put hours and hours and hours of training in this thousands of hours thousands an hour all the athletics and so Mm. it's about develop change in your mindset and there's lots out there to read to empower you reading books you know Mm. it's great reading up on the topic you know self-confidence there's loads of different things the tools now ever than ever before is available and if you may have to you know some you don't have to spend lots and lots of money there's also the library if you can't afford to buy a book you know access libraries resources that's going to help you in developing that dream you know what it is that that burning desires is something to make society better is it something for yourself your self-development that is this key to it all as well so yeah there's quite a number of different tools but I would say a great tool is also just making that little goal what it is that I want you know um, to do for myself and as well as for others you know Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So I want to go back to tomorrow's event. So how can people, is there room for people to to, to be part of this or you know what what's the situation? Is are people able to come to this event or have you got all the numbers that you need? Um they need to come to if you've got a flyer there. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, I'll 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 just um go on my phone and pull up the information. It is accessible. It's going to be a Zoom, to be quite honest with you, with these um, very prolific. (laughs) 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 And here is Carol. Yes, (laughs) here is Carol. (laughs) Thank you. So, yes, I think tomorrow, really, I should maybe post it on, you know, Facebook. Um, but yes, I'll give out the information now mm-hmm. and people could try and access, you know, the, the, the Zoom thing that may be a good idea. So I'll just read out the information so that people know how, where it's going to be. Um, so, yes, so tomorrow evening it is, um, it's called Woman Zoo. And they'll be looking, Dr. Velma McLeod will be looking at the significance of Black History Month. And, and then there's a three triple book launch, which one will be including myself, Carol, Carol Nelson. There isn't, um, there isn't a telephone number, but my mobile number is 0798 340 
7613. So if there's anyone out there who would want, can give me a ring and I can, you know, send you the, the message um, via, you know, via your mobile, I can share the I can share the information with you as well as you can get me on my email um, or lowercase carol c a r r o l carol j a y one one at gmail.com. Mm. Mm. So check awesome. out. Yeah, so Thursday, the event starts at 6.30 p.m. And it will be a couple hours long because they, they, she will be having these very prolific speakers. I think the speakers from the States. Um, there's Professor Jeff Palmer, who is a his scientist and a historian. And he's a vice chancellor of the university Oh, oh, sorry, he's a vice chancellor of the University of Edinburgh. Um, mm-hmm. We have a professor, Lynn Washington, who oh, is yes. a professor of journalism from the Temple University in the USA. And we have a professor, Tony Leiber, and he's um, a professor and a lecturer and a researcher. Um, Yes, and lots of different people. Andrea Campbell, she's a social entrepreneur. She's an author, author. she's a linguistic uh, linguist. Linguist. She's an inventor. Oh, wow. Yes, yes, yeah. That's powerful, yeah. Yes, so um, do do pop along and um, try and log on so that you, um, you can get on because um, normally these air events are normally very you know have over sometimes over subscribed, yeah. yeah it's very well subscribed so it should be a very interesting evening yeah wow will they will they be um will they will this be turned into an audio as well you know an audio a video for people to watch if they're not able to make it to the actual meeting I don't know, um, but I will give you that information when I ask her tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, Carol. So, um, you know, really enjoy speaking to you, and um, well, you know, you're just a lovely, beautiful soul with a, such a beautiful heart. And what I want to ask you: what would, what's, um, you know what what would be what's your legacy what do you want to leave to the world and you know on not so much just the external but what you know yeah how would you like to be remembered in terms of a legacy that people like wow you know that was that was carol i think my legacy <laughs> would be that um you're not too old to achieve your dream (laughs) and I started out um, my writing journal really at the age of 60 so my retirement to be quite honest with you this was never planned this was not what I planned my retirement to be and also just to think that whatever age you are we can make changes and we should all be 
moving towards you know, making the world a better place because we cannot always assume as well that others are going to do it for us. But within all of us, there is an, an ocean of power, an ocean of energy, yes. beauty and love. And we, we have um, a duty of care to enlighten others. So, you know, um, each one teach one and each candle can light another candle. But I, I would like to know that my work have contributed to making the the, the planet a better place in, in in through the work of my children's book, um, helping children to transform life and to empower them to become great people. And um, my book, I would want that to be part of their journey. Mm -hmm. Oh wow. Wow. So, Carol, um, oh, it was lovely, you know, kind of having you on the show and you sharing your message, your wisdom and this amazing event tomorrow. And I know you do so many. I mean, you're, 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 you do so many, um, you know, whether it's um, events, you know, external events, you're doing lots of Zooms, you're doing lots of radio, you know, that's that's amazing how do you feel being able to share your message your wisdom and and like you were saying about the the little ones really being animated how does that feel for all these different age groups you know listening to your message and receiving it so well well I just think it makes my life richer because I think well what would I be doing you know I just, I just think that also the world is full of amazing people who want to help you on the your journey um, as well. So that's that's been quite interesting because you know last year I was able to take part in in a festival which I always wanted to to take part in and so forth. And so you know this year they're looking to help me you know, get into the local school, just, you know, when you face this, what is it, face the fear and do it anyway. Oh, yes. Because, yes. you know, um, I've, when I started out, once the first book was published, really, and you realize the amount of work mm -hmm. <laughs> that was involved, and you're a little fish in, in a deep, in a deep and ocean. A yes, ocean. Yes. It's, it's been challenging. But what I would say to anybody is that, just just go for it you never know to, what tomorrow may bring or what surprise is around the corner for you you know there's all my aunt would say to me there's always joy around the corner so you have if you have a difficult day you know communication can be quite difficult um as as well the publishing world is huge um when you're new to it like everything else you've got you've got a lot of learning to do so just you know, just go out there and do every day, you know what I mean? You, I have a plan, I have, a, I have my diary to help me along. And so when, if something wasn't successful yesterday, that doesn't mean to say it's not going to be successful tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah. So, the, the, you know, tomorrow is, a, is, a, is gone, it's over. You, you know, mm -hmm. you go to bed you, and you look at, look at solutions. So, you know, um, what I feel, what a lot of young people and every, all of us should be doing is looking at solutions and not looking 
because these solutions are within us because we are the creators of this planet and we have the solutions to help. But I think in history has made, it's taken us a lot of our skills and our self-belief away of what it is, what we are capable of doing. But um, we just need to resurrect that within us, you know, that which is in our DNA and, mm. and work together, you know, as, an, as, a, as a nation. Oh, wow. The world stands to be a richer place from it all, to be quite honest with you. Mm.